This week's episode of North Forker Presents On is brought to you by the Mattituck Chamber of Commerce. Do you own a business in Mattituck? Are you a member of the chamber? If not, you're missing out on great opportunities to showcase your local business. The Mattituck Chamber of Commerce provides a forum for fellow business owners to network and share ideas while also showcasing those businesses to the greater North Fork community. The chamber regularly hosts fun and informative membership meetings while also organizing popular community events. The annual Easter egg hunt, the Mattituck Street Fair, Movie Day, Santa Day, and the Mattituck Christmas Tree Lighting at Ray Nine Park are all chamber-sponsored events. And next Friday night, the chamber's most popular event will wrap up for the season with the final First Fridays on Love Lane of 2018. The monthly street fair will take place from 6 to 9 p.m. Friday, October 5th on Love Lane in Mattituck. Check it out for live music, artisanal food, craft beverages, and the North Fork's finest goods and services. Find out more about your local chamber by visiting mattituckchamber.org or email info at mattituckchamber.org to find out how your business can become a member. Welcome to another episode of North Forker Presents On. I am Grant Parpan. With me is Chrissy Massa. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. And this time around, we are talking about events. I love events. Yeah, last week, thank you to everybody who listened on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please go and follow, uh, subscribe to this on iTunes if you can. Uh, we really appreciate all the great feedback we got, and a lot of people listened, so this was... Uh, did better than expected. So we hope this week you are interested in what we have to talk about. This time around, we're talking about events. Uh, the big reason for this, why I was inspired to talk about events this week was, well, I went to a couple really good events recently that I wanted to uh, discuss that got me kind of fired up to talk about them. Uh, and also there's some good ones coming up. Uh, this week we have uh, First Fridays in Mattituck, the last one of the year. The final first Fridays. That's sad. I hate that means the year's coming. The summer's coming to an end. I know. There's something sad about that. It's like I feel more sad about that than like the beaches closing <laughs> for the year. And uh, maybe that's because I'm, yeah, I'm not much of like a shirts off kind of guy. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm a little body conscious. So maybe like first Fridays <laughs> is more my speed, you know. You can go and eat it first Fridays. That's the good part about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try and get out there. I have not been out there at all this year. So. Oh, I've been to two already. Yeah. I'm going to try and get out there Friday. Um, we were talking about a little date night going to the movies. Stars Born coming out. Any interest in Stars Born? Very interested. Cannot wait to see it. That's a remake though, right? It's a remake. The uh, I think it's actually the third time. Second oh time gosh. it's being remade. I'm still into the it. The old one is terrible with Streisand and <laughs> I Chris didn't Christophe. see that one. It is a didn't really see bad it. It's not a good movie. All right, good. Uh, well, I, think, I have so much faith in these actors, so I'm excited yeah, about it. Yeah, I think it. that's going to be fun. So I figured that was like a, you know... It's not that often that I could take my wife to a romantic movie that I'll enjoy. So you're going to take her to the Mattituck Movie Theater after hitting up First Friday? I'm thinking that maybe I'm going to try and make that happen because we did line up the sitter for Friday night. So Good move. Do it. All right. I'm going to do it. Um, So yeah, you got First Fridays coming on. And then I wanted to talk to you too because the Halloween Fest is coming up in downtown Riverhead. Yes, it is. Which to me is really fun. I've been there. Last year they added the coffin race, and that's back this year. Yes. Um, I've taken my kids there. My son loves nothing more than to wear costumes. (laughs) Superhero Uh, costumes? He loves, yeah, this year he's going to be Batman. 
All right. Good. And my Classic. Daughter, my daughter is Princess Elena. Do you know Princess Elena? Uh, Elena of I'm not Avalon. so familiar with these new children's shows. There's a lot of them. There's there's a lot of princesses to keep up with now. <laughs> Too many. Uh, so she's being uh, Elena of Avalor. Adorable. And yeah, I've been there and I like, they have the trick-or-treating downtown. So cute. I yeah. love that. Can I, I trick-or-treat? Am I allowed? Am I too old? No, I think you could. All right. Great. I think you could. Um, all the businesses are out there. They're handing out candy. And, um, you know, my, my kids really love it. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about Halloween Fest because of the coffin race. Yes, I am amped. Okay, I missed it last year. Just didn't think to get involved. But, you know, everyone... Some of you may know Michael Versandi. He likes to go by V. He is our graphic designer and also does a lot for the company. He's our renaissance man. Yeah. He does a little bit of everything. He really does. And he's very into the idea of assembling a, a team from here, from Times Review, and participating in the coffin race. And I, obviously, I'm on board for that. What are you, do you guys have a theme? We have a theme. We have not made our coffin yet. That's probably the hardest part. But uh, the theme we thought we would go for is um, the person in the coffee could be like a mummy. And then the people, the runners who are pushing the coffin, we can be kind of like Egyptian, Cleopatra. Wait, a person has to actually be in the coffin? Yes. Oh, really? Isn't that crazy? Oh, who's going to be in the coffin? Well, people are trying to get me in the coffin. Okay. But I like to make the argument that I ran track in high school. I'm kind of fast. They might... It's mainly just because I don't really trust these guys. I don't really want them to push me, you know, down the street, and, and, and you know. So yeah. I'm I'm voting to be a runner. But if I have to be in the coffin, I guess I'll take one for the team. A little lighter weight, so I could see. Is that why they're making that? Yeah, argument? they say I'm the smallest, but yeah. And I, I think get, get Rachel in the coffin. That's that's the move I want to make. Yeah. But she is, you know, she's already refused. She does not want. She'll participate, but I don't think she wants to be in the coffin. Mm. That's a tough one. Definitely don't get me in that coffin. You guys will be struggling. We'll finish dead last. You don't want me running either. I'll be over there trick-or-treating with the kids. Good luck. I wish I was there. I mean, I'm, I'm cool to participate in the race. I'm just a little bit nervous about trusting my coworkers to push me in a coffin. But other than that, I'm really into the idea, and uh, I'm ready to dominate. Great. Well, Halloween Fest is the weekend before Halloween. That is in downtown Riverhead. It's put on by the uh, Riverhead Business Improvement District. Um, and you know, I was saying that I was inspired recently by some events I was at to do a podcast talking about some of our favorite events. Um, I also know a lot of our listeners, some of our posts that do particularly well on our site is when we advance events and let people know what's going on. People kind of look to us for that. And, you know, we like to sort of give our suggestions as to, oh, well, this is one you should check out. So I figured to be able to articulate that this way would be good. Um, but I was inspired by uh, a Riverhead Bid event, actually, was when I first started thinking about how we need to do one on events. And it was the Art in the Park. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. It's called uh, Reflections. That was cool. I wish I went. It, the pictures looked awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. So it's in Grand Jabal Park. And they have another one coming up. I'll look that up and I'll also get you the uh, dates everyone on the Halloween Fest. That is uh, the weekend before Halloween. So it goes on. There's things going on like Friday night. Um, the 27th is the big day. Saturday, October 27th is when they have the coffin race. Uh, they also have a Halloween parade at night, which that's really cool too. Really um, cool. I'm yeah. into that. Yeah, it gets dark out. You got all the ghouls and goblins out there. You get you know <laughs> different community groups and it's actually like kind of freaky. I was thinking about like my son, who's four, there's like no way. I think he'll just get totally. He's got. Yeah, like, I think he'd be freaked out. 
He's going through a real uh, irrational uh, fear stage. <laughs> As they all do. It's yeah, all right. You know, he's just like uh, at Costco they have, and I don't know how many people uh, who are listening go to the Riverhead Costco, but the Riverhead Costco, and I've seen this shared a lot on social media. They have this guy. It's like a haunted butler Ooh. that they're selling there. Does he talk when you walk by him? I hate his, those. His head, yeah, and his head like turns and his eyes light up. No. And... Jackson, I was like, oh, this would be funny if I show him. And I, I, I got him. He's him and, and Nora, my daughter, were in the cart. And I wheel them over. And I'm like, hey, Jackson, look at the butler. And he looks up. And he started, like, he was in the cart. And he was trying to run. Like, his oh, legs were moving. No. Like, he was trying to run away. And he had a complete oh, no. panic attack about it. Just a complete meltdown. Won't go to Costco anymore. Look what you've done. He said he won't go to Costco until after Halloween. Costco's a wonderful place. And look what you've done. You've terrified him. I know. I know. Um, October 20th is the next Art in the Park, which I believe that is the, don't hold me to it, but I believe that's the last one of the year. And that was really great. That, so that's Saturday, October 20th. And what that is, also at night, it's in Grangebell Park, and it's art display. Um, you know, a, a good amount. It's not, you could go there and be in and out in a half hour and enjoy yourself, or you could really spend some time there. Um, but everything is lit up. That, that's what makes it so cool. So it's at night, yeah. Uh, Grangebell Park looks amazing during it and there's a spot in Grange Bell when you get I guess it would be like sort of the western end of the park where you can really see out onto the river yes beautiful and at night with like the moonlight shining on it it's just really peaceful uh there was a band playing I was at the last one uh which was the second one that they did and there was a band playing uh of Riverhead they were I was told they were Riverhead high school students really I wish I knew the name were they if, good if someone is listening to this and they know the name we can add it to the web post and, and give them they were really good yeah and I was walking in and Sonia on our staff and her uh, husband were walking out and they were like uh her husband was like this band's really good they're like high school kids <laughs> and, you know they were covering everything from like Billy Joel to like uh, Sublime. You know? Oh, that's cool. That's um, a good vibe. Kind of playing everything, just covers, I think, for the moment. Maybe they played some original music, I don't know, but I heard a lot of covers that you could easily identify. And they had a pretty good crowd of people just kind of gathered. So I would recommend if you're going to go to that, uh, the next one's October 20th, a Saturday night in Riverhead. I would recommend maybe even, you know, getting some dinner somewhere downtown Riverhead. Good idea. Then spilling over there or even get that. Dinner to go and sit and eat there, perhaps. That'd be nice. Um, we went and did. Uh, we did dinner at home, but then we went and we went out to the frozen yogurt place with the kids afterward, and uh, just kind of walked around uh, downtown. And it's just so nice to see uh, a lot of people filling into that. It's a free event. Um, uh, you know, there's some glow sticks sold and things like that. Oh, I'd that's fun. Say you know to to support them that way um, and just support the businesses. The the bid exists um, uh, for. Um, for the sake of uh, benefiting the restaurants, bars, and other businesses that are downtown. And they do great events. Riverhead does do great events. Yeah. 100%. I like going to Riverhead. There's a lot there. So before we talk a little bit more about Riverhead Bid, because I do want to talk about some of their other events, which I love, uh, let's talk for a moment about our sponsor of this week's podcast is the Mattituck Chamber of Commerce. Yes. And they have the last, as we said earlier, the last first Fridays of the year coming up on Friday. Friday. You're going to miss that one. I'm going to miss it. I love that event. When it kicks off, it lets you know the summer's here. I love going out to Love Lane, seeing literally so many people I know. It's like a giant party with all your friends. I'm going to miss that event. 
Yeah, we always say it's probably overdone at this point that it's like a block party. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it really is just a big community block party. All the businesses along Love Lane get involved. Uh, personally, I mean, obviously the Greenport Commercial District is a bigger area. Yes. But I personally love Love Lane. It's just so perfect, those it's businesses. It's so cute. And all the businesses on Love Lane are fantastic. The stores stay open late, and that's sometimes nice because if you're working until 530, sometimes you go to Love Lane, you can't get into those stores, so now you can walk in, out, browse around. It's fun. Yeah, so definitely check that out. We'll probably talk more about this as this podcast goes on. We'll talk about First Fridays, but it is from 6 to 9 this Friday. Be sure to check it out. All right, so back to talking about the Riverhead bid a little. I think the Riverhead bid is a real sleeper in the events category. <laughs> they do some real good stuff. They give you a great reason to go to downtown Riverhead a few times a year. Uh, the cardboard boat race, you been to that one? Oh, no, I've never been there. Want to uh, go. Oh, uh, well, we used to have, you guys are doing the coffin race. We yes. used to have a boat in the boat race. You know, That's what I want. Don, I want all this office camaraderie. How do yeah, we do this? Yeah, well, you know, Don Kirby. You guys should get him in on the coffee, you know, in the front. Don's the guy who nobody really knows what he does here. <laughs> and what does he do? I don't know. What He can help me build a coffin? Uh, he does stuff like that, I think. All right, uh, great. I'm going to ask him. No, I think he has something to do with, like, billing and collections or something. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know what he does. He seems like he's being productive. <laughs> and, uh, what do I need to know? I don't really care what he does, but if he can help me build a coffin, then he's my new best friend. He used to build the boat Ah, uh, all right. And one year, I believe... It was the Joes, Joe Workmeister and Joe Pinciaro. Yeah. Won. They won their, no way. their, their race. Yeah. They won? In the Carbo Burger. They were first place in their particular heat. That's amazing. Yeah. And then there was a year where uh, Carrie Miller and Cindy Murray did it and with two, you know, really embarrassing results. <laughs> and then there was a year where Mike White. And Joe Tuminello did it. They were all beefcakey. They were like, oh, yeah. Kind of muscle. We bear. might have a picture hanging somewhere near our coffee machine. Yeah, it is way too beefcakey. Not it's good. Off brand for uh, North Florida. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they had their muscles hanging out and their uh, tank tops, and they did horribly. That's embarrassing. They were rowing backwards at one point. Oh, embarrassing. No. But the cardboard boat race is great. You go, you just kind of sit and spend the day out and watch, and it's fun. Like, people are competing, and there's all these different themes. So, similar to the coffin race, people go, you know, with like a Disney theme or That's cute. some kind of movie. It's just, it, it's a nice day out, another day where you go and then you hit, you know, you walk over to Turquoise Grill. Mm, um, yum. One year we went over to the, um, to the the Hyatt place, and they have the tiki bar in the back. Oh, that's so cool! That that's a great and, idea. Uh, had like some cocktails to keep up with that like boat theme. <laughs> but, <you laughs> I know, like it. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun day out, and they also do the holiday bonfire, um, and they combine that uh, in recent uh, years with the uh, Lions Club does the parade every year in downtown Riverhead. So I think last year was actually the first year where they combined it. So you have the parade, and then the bonfire goes, and you sit. Santa that sounds comes so nice. Yeah, they have like a. There's like a gingerbread house for like photo opportunities with Santa. Oh, that's so cute. And uh, just really great. Uh, Riverhead has a lot of heart and soul like that. They can, yeah, I was just at the homecoming this weekend for Riverhead taking photos and they just like, you know, the community really comes out in force and comes together. That's awesome. I love seeing that. Yeah. And the bid, bid does a great job with that stuff. Um, but the other event, non bid related, that got me fired up, or actually non Riverhead bid. But Greenport bid event that got me fired up was the Maritime Festival last yeah, week. Yeah, always a great one. Now, I didn't go to the actual festival this year. I've been in the past. Um, I went to the Land and Sea. Yes. I think that might be my favorite event on the North Florida. That event is so much fun. It's just such a cool vibe. 
You don't want to talk about food. Yeah. Go there and just get the best food you could possibly eat. Yeah. Do you have any contenders for your favorite food item that you ate that night? Favorite food item that I ate. Whatever port was giving out. I think it was like a tuna pokey. I'm very into that kind of stuff. So that was delicious. Mm-hmm. Could have ate like all of those. I always go for oysters. Oysters. You know, I'm a big oysters person. Yeah. Um, what else did I eat that was delicious? Um, the Macari food truck was there. The pizza truck. Yeah. That is really good. That was How the first cool time I had that. Oh, their pizza is so good. I know. Vera was like, uh, my wife, who you know, wrote about them when they first opened, and she was like, you know, oh, like the guy went to like Italy to learn yes, how to make pizza. He did. It's legitimate. Uh, if you haven't been, you gotta go. Yeah, those guys were. Um, they had they had you know good looking guys making the pizza. They had like, agreed. They, the best thing they did, the smartest thing they did, was make it so it was like a glass wall. <laughs> so you like, can see that there was just like. 10 of like the more attractive women I've seen in a while just like standing <laughs> watching them make pizza because they're just like good looking guys. I'm like, no those comment. Guys, those guys really got it figured out. You they definitely do. spent a little time, right? I, I know your boyfriend may listen to this, but uh, uh, he knows. He knows what's up. You spent some time <laughs> watching the Macari bros. How can you not? So adorable. Sorry. Well, even I got sucked in a little. You did, like, right? Did you get guys, sucked in? They look really nice while they're making pizza. They it's make making pizza look yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the pizza's. Delicious, delicious as as well. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I also um, let's see what else did I eat? I ate so much. I actually was texting. I was like, "This is." I texted a friend and said, "This is what I ate tonight," and listed everything. And I wish it was it's too bar, far back oh, in our man. thread for me to pull it up. But I know um, Jenny's at Drasso's, which I'd actually never been to Jenny's at Drasso's. But she had I an, wrote about it, but I'd never been there. Yeah, she had a really good. Uh, it was a pulled pork. It had like a little Korean twist to it. Whatever mm. the uh, however she sauced it. Ooh. I skipped that um, one. That was really good. It's just the food at that is as good as just about anything. 100%. Um, I think. Um, and it's a really pretty atmosphere, yeah, too. And, and I think uh, Sarah Phillips at First and South deserves a lot of the credit for setting up the land and see each year. And, um, you know, I know a lot of vendors donate um, their time and, the you know, and uh, the food and, and, you know, the drinks. I mean, you had the Croteau uh, wine van. Yeah, bus, that's always one of my faves. The... Um, I actually didn't hit that, but I was I was I was over at Sparkling Point. I was going with oh, a yeah. little bit of some of their sparkling wine, and then I switched over and had a beer from uh, Greenport Harbor. Had their beer truck there. Love so to see that. Kind of can't go wrong. With no, that. can't go wrong. And uh, just uh, you know, an awesome time. I, I really that's one that I definitely look forward to every single year. Agreed. I love when I get a ticket to go. You know, another event that I think is kind of similar to the Land and Sea. Um, and obviously doesn't have the whole Maritime Festival. Right. Which, by the way, I didn't go to the Maritime Festival this year, but I would definitely recommend that you go. And it's just so much fun. It's a fun time, and you have all the booths set up, and another great opportunity to hit all those restaurants. And you know they're out selling their food on the street, and uh, it's a great time. Um, I remember going a few years ago when they had the tall ships combined with that, and it was just oh, insane. that's a killer I mean, event right there. Doing the tours on the tall ships, uh, that was amazing. Um, so definitely, um, you know, it just passed, but obviously next year that's one to keep in mind. And, uh, you know, spend the money and go to the land and so you get a ticket. It's really worth it. You can try a lot of restaurants. Similar to that is, and this is one that I think is a little flies under the radar a little, um, is the uh, Rotary Uncorked. Oh, so similar. So much fun. I love the Rotary Uncorked event. That is um, up there on my favorites list. Yeah, it's it's uh, hosted by the Riverhead Rotary. So it's, you know, not necessarily a bid event or something that gets like, you know, as heavily publicized as some of these other events. 
but it's another great opportunity to go out and just try. They have a bunch of wineries, a yeah. uh, bunch of restaurants, and another one where you just kind of like stuff your face with a hundred different types of food. I literally just eat my way around Martha Clara. It's great. Yeah, you do, you know, a little networking with people. It's yes. obviously, you know, there's a lot of, you know, people in the business community who are there kind of schmoozing and, you know, <laughs> you got to do that. I'm not that great at the schmoozing part. I'm better at the eating part. Uh, fair, yeah. I, I enjoy the schmooze, but I'll do it with my mouthful sometimes. That's a little rude, right? Yeah, well, nobody really wants to watch you eating, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it happens at those kind of events. It's expected. Then you also have the, like, what do you do with the stuff when you're done eating, right, at those things? There's garbages, I think, but sometimes you yeah. walk around for a while, and especially with me when I have a camera and a plate of food, and it just, I look like a mess probably. Yeah, you ever get stuck with, like, a toothpick or something? I hate like, that. I'll go home, and then, like, a day later, put on the same jacket I was wearing, and there's just, like, toothpicks and napkins yeah. in my pocket. Yeah, I know. You just, I hate that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, th- these, it's, it's not perfect, these events. No, I mean... I mean <laughs> <laughs> they generate a lot of waste, but... Uh. But it's uh, such a good time, honestly. And it's cool, because, like, a-, a lot of those places that are vendors at that event, I don't tend to hit those places a lot, so it's really nice to try foods from places that I don't typically go you know, to. That's what I started to say with, like, Jenny's at Drasso's. Like, yeah. I had never actually been there. We've written about them a couple times. I've edited stories. I've always been like, oh, you know, I want to try that. Yeah. Um, I know... Um, this is her second year open there, and I would definitely now, like, because I had uh, that sandwich and enjoyed it, like, now it makes me want to go there even more. So it's it's awesome. Uh, it's amazing how many restaurants they get to participate in these things. Yeah, it's really cool. It's and a really nice sense of community it there. R- really introduces you to a lot of places, uh, th- those type of events. And I'm a food guy, so... Mm-hmm. I tend to lean toward the food events. (laughs) I mean, events make all, I mean, food makes events so much better. Not going to lie. Anytime someone brings up an event, I'm like, okay, but what are they serving there? What can I eat? You know, a lot of events center around food, but not everything. (laughs) Not everything. Um, And I did want to circle back to Greenport for an event that I think a lot of people really enjoy, and I've done it myself, and like, is the dances in the park in Greenport. Oh, yeah, and that's not centered around food. That's centered around music. Yeah, and that, that's a great event when it's like, you know, you're there for just like, you know, you're there to watch the mu- music. I mean, some people dance. Not a lot of people I'm not a dance, huge dancer. It's, it's I like to watch park. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the photos are always like, you know, we get the photos back and it's always like, you know, you see most of the people just kind of hanging out there. Yes. They're like, you know, pouring wine into a cup or doing something that I'm sure they're not supposed <laughs> to be doing. So, you but know. it's nice. You bring a little picnic um, blanket and you just kind of like sit around and you can bring food. You can yeah. bring your own food. And they, you know, it's once a month on uh, Mondays throughout the summer months. Uh, they always end with uh, Gene Casey and the Lone Sharks, which is big a, draw, a big favorite of mine. Always a good one to get out and hear uh, Gene and the gang. But um, th- that's a really good one. And then another one where you just kind of plan it around, like, you know, we did it one time. We went and hit the pig roast at First and South. Oh, I'd love to do that one day. Then we went over to Dances in the Park, and then we went and had some strawberry shortcake at Noah's. Oh, my gosh. That is a jam-packed night. That, that's a nice night out. That's a wonderful that's night a perfect out. perfect date night in Greenport. Oh, 100%. Uh, so that, that's a really good one. Um, what are some of your other favorite events that you've been to? You've been to a lot for, uh, you know, you're our video person. It's so. true. So one of the perks of my job is going and videoing these events. While we're on the topic of Greenport, I guess I'll bring up um, something I think it's going to be, if they do it again, it would be in its third year than this year, but uh, the Doggy Dock Dive that Greenport uh, Brewery has. Oh, okay. They do it in Peconic, right? At yeah, the at the Peconic yeah, tasting yeah, room. Yeah. So not Greenport related, my bad. But yes, that one is so much fun. And it's just, 
again, like so many people come out for that just to see these dogs like diving into like this tub of water. And it's just so cute. They get some like ringer dogs in that too. Like I've I've seen the photos and the videos. You get some like... For some reason, there's like dogs out there that are like professional dock divers or something. I don't <laughs> know what's so going good. on there. And then you have like the neighborhood friendly dog that like runs up and is yeah. too afraid to jump in, and it's just adorable. Yeah, they're like they have these dogs that are like sp- they're like the Greg Luganis of dogs <laughs> of dogs. You know? It's true. I don't just know where like they diving. come from, yeah, to be honest. What's going they on? They place there. them there, obviously. Yeah, but, but that, that's really cool. That's and, a fun uh, event. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously, you know, the you got the food there at the brewery. And exactly. The, and the beer and, um, a nice outside atmosphere. You bring a chair, and there's plenty of chairs there, but you bring your own too, and you just sit around and watch. And again, another one where you'll see so many people from the community come out. It's a nice local event. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, and then that's just the great, you know, Greenport Harbor being there is, I mean, uh, you know, just going when it's not an event. It's uh, Oh, yeah. I went this past weekend. I I brought my parents out, actually. My dad was obsessed. We got some apps. We sat at a picnic table, played some cornhole. It was a great day for it. Oh, I saw this. I wanted to confront you about this. What did I do? Did you go apple picking? Oh, I did. Did you post a Harbs photo to North I know. Everybody got so mad at me. You post Harbs apples on a day where nobody can drive out here. That was not (laughs) your best judgment. It was a horrible judgment call. Definitely set our brand back a little bit. It was a horrible judgment call. I think I made up for it this morning. I went to South Jamesport Beach and got a really pretty sunrise photo uh, to bury my uh, horrible judgment apple picking photo. But look, here's the deal. It did well. Like People like it and people come out. But here's the thing. And I'm no knock on Harbs. And I, I like, you know... I've taken my family to Harbs. I, I indulge, but there's certain there's like ten days out of the year where Harbs is causing some nightmares. It for is, people and on the I'm Fork. I, not the best day for North Forker to post a photo from Harbs. I apologize to all the locals who live near. I know it's a nightmare, but it's a couple of weekends out of the year, and I know it's bad. But you know, it's fun to go to Harbs. It's fun to apple pick, and uh, you know, I, I know it causes a lot of uh, controversy on our Instagram. So I apologize for that. Apple picking to me, I'm like, eh, all right, my Granny Smith, all right, here we go. What is that, a Macintosh? Great. All right, I, I don't know. I mean, at the apples. end of the day, it's just <laughs> gathering some apples I just bag. think it's fun to be at, like, a, a farm, like, during this time. It's yeah. it's fun to go, and it's very seasonal, and it's, you know, it's like, I feel like it's like if you check it off your bucket list. If you live on Long Island and you don't take advantage of some of these things, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, my parents took my kids pumpkin picking yesterday. I felt like I couldn't be involved. I was like, eh, I don't want to be spotted at one of these pumpkin farms. So <laughs> I, you guys take the kids and I'll uh, <laughs> clean the house or something. I'm going to circle back once it's later in October and I will post a picture again. Sorry, don't get mad at me, but I will post a picture of myself pumpkin picking. All right, so you went out with your family. And you I did, did. You did pumpkins too? No, we're oh, going to circle back and do pumpkins uh, okay. in October. We, we kept this one. Uh, apples only. That's right, enough well, picking we could do. What else did you do while you were out here? I know this isn't events, but this is, you know, activities. Well, you know, it's great uh, that anyone should head up too before the October ends. We started our day at Eight Hands um, Farm. Mm-hmm. They have their food truck and they're serving breakfast and lunch on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I got probably the best egg sandwich I've ever had from there. And uh, so we started there. Then we had to backtrack. Not going to lie, I kind of wanted to go to Wickham's because it was close and right there, but it, Wickham's Farm is closed on Sundays. Did oh, you know really? that? Oh, wow. So I was going to go apple picking there, and then the proximity made sense to start at Eight Hands, go to Wickham, but I uh, had to backtrack, go all the way to Harbs, get stuck in about 40 minutes of traffic doing so. So I know. I've been there. Yeah. Um, afterwards, we went to the Greenport Brewery um, in Peconic, and that was really fun, and then we ended the day at Lutritos in Greenport. 
That's a nice day out on the middle. It was nice. I also stopped into the art collective, got myself a nice little Cornell oh, cooperative nice. extension sweatshirt to wear. All right, cool. You're wearing it today. I'm wearing it today. Got right into it. I got right into you it. I I, some, I see you needed to do some laundry, so you <laughs> so I wore a, a hooded shirt. sweatshirt. <laughs> so we talked a lot about different events that are, you know, uh, more like about the food of the North Fork, the bounty, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I love that, and also, you know, the kind of events that bring you out so that you frequent other businesses. There are some events that just kind of stand alone on their own that are some of the most popular events. I think we need to mention those. I wouldn't necessarily say these are my favorite events because, like, I like to be, like we said, like, try stuff from the different restaurants. Um, those are the ones that I kind of lean towards, but you got um, some of the ones that people really come out here for, and there's a bit of nostalgia attached to them. Yep. Uh, two, two immediately come to mind, which are the Strawberry Festival in Mattatuck. Yes, love that event. Also the Polish Town Fair in Riverhead. Another good one, yeah. Yep. I have two childhood stories from both of those. One, have good. you ever seen the picture of me? as a, I was on the cover of the Strawberry Festival. Uh, I was yes. the cover model of the, you 19, showed me. the 1982 Strawberry Festival publication. That's awesome. That's got to be hanging picture somewhere in your house, picture right? Picture me eating strawberries. <laughs> um, it's on my Facebook, you know. I cute. Think, I think I put it up there when I was single to like, just show girls that like I was once cute you know, <laughs> when I was three. Good strategy. Yeah. Um, and... Um, also, the, um, the Polish Town Fair, my story from there is that uh, one time I got lost there. Like, I went with my parents. Oh, and, that's scary. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't really remember it, but my parents never wanted to go back to the Polish Town Fair because they had such oh, trauma. No. I was gone for like a legit hour or two. Are you serious? They couldn't find me. Who found you? I, I don't really know what the end result was, but eventually we, we did reconnect. My parents were able to raise me. You know, it's not like uh, you didn't hold a vendetta against them yeah, for losing you at the Polish fair. No, like you know, like I said, I don't even maybe there's too much trauma that I blacked it out. But, uh, <laughs> it's a scary place to get lost because you could like it's crowded. It's so crowded, yeah. and then there's like loud music sometimes. So if you're like a child and you don't know where you are and yeah. you get stuck in that, oof, that's yeah. scary. Now, I do like now. I know the Polish town fair is one of these where it's you know it's it's a carnival, not not a carnival like with rides but uh well there is some stuff for the kids but it's you got like the carnival food it's yeah. not necessarily like not local. trendy food trucks and local food no trucks. no it's a lot of booths and yeah but i do there's something about just getting in touch with that like 2.5 percent polish in me that i can <laughs> like you know you know eat some kielbasa and the pierogi i have zero polish in me but i really enjoyed the food when i went yeah we so co- good we collect the mugs too Oh, do you? Go every year. Those are you, so you nice. Get the beer, you keep the mug. I wish I did that. I bypassed the mug. I think that's I just nice. chugged some beer, but yeah, we've been collecting the mugs. We have like the last ten years worth or so. Oh, that's in our, awesome. Uh, in our cabinet, so that you know, I, I I like that one. That's an that's an old faithful event, and another one that I would liken to those two, just in that you know, again, it's not about like sampling different businesses and whatnot, but the Cutrack Fire Department Chicken Barbecue. Have you ever been to that one? I've never been to that one. The pictures always look awesome though. Mm-hmm. So every fire, I kind of feel bad because every fire department does these kind of fundraisers, yeah. like steak nights and, but Cutrack is for some reason, it's just the one. I feel like that's like so known. Yeah, like- it sells out every year, but it's just, it's, and you know, you go and it's just, it's, Chicken, it's you know corn on the cob. I mean, it's pretty simple, basic barbecue eating. food. <laughs> but there's something about it. You're in the tent with like, I don't know, a thousand people at a time there eating, uh, eating chicken, and you're just like, you know, you're interacting with people. It's kind of like when you go to like 
the Pridwin on a Wednesday night and you're sitting, oh, you know, yeah. the and you're sitting with other people and you start to like interact and have yes. conversations. You run into people, you know, and I love um, stuff like that. I love talking to strangers. It's a great down home community event. So that's one of my favorites. Um, but I have some other things I'm going to talk about. I'm going to get on the line with Michelina Defont. She's a good one. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk to her a little bit about some of her favorite events. And we'll give one more uh, plug for First Fridays. I know she's her husband's involved with planning for that. So she's always there. And she's going to give us how to – we're going to ask her, how do you go to First Fridays and do it like a true pro? Like what are gonna, her go-to options? Yeah, she is definitely a pro, I'd say. And I take everything she says very seriously. So I want to know what her itinerary is. Yeah, so I'm definitely – I'm going to get online with her. I'm going to ask her about that. I also want to ask her about the North Fork Foodie Tour, which she does every year. She and likes that one. I've never – I've always wanted to do that one. And for some reason, I've never done it personally. So I want to hear her give the uh, the go-to for that. That just happened. Sounds um, like good. So let's uh, talk to Michalina Defont. All right, so now I am joined by Michalina Defont. How are you doing today, Michalina? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing all right. We're uh, we're talking events, and awesome. I wanted to have you on again um, because I know you are a regular at one of our favorite events, which is First Fridays on Love Lane. Yes, I absolutely am. It's a great event. Did you go to them all this year? Um, I think all but one, but I usually do try to make it a point to go to as many as I can. Um, I really do love that night. It's such a fun three hours of a, just I don't know, a good time, like a big block party, it feels like to me. Yeah, that's how me and Chrissy kind of described it. Like, uh, you know, like my, my block, we had a... Um, block party one time when I was growing up, you know, and it was like, uh, you know, all the neighbors come out and they're just kind of talking. Everybody has their own thing going on, but you kind of mingle with other people too. Uh, That's pretty much exactly how I feel. I live on Stone Avenue, so I don't really have a block to really like do a real block party. So I actually feel that First Friday is really my block party um, and all my neighbors do go. So yeah, you kind of hang out with your neighbors and um, you know, local friends, but also people that come from out of town, um, like my mom and all of her friends, for example, come from Huntington, and um, they just love it. It really is such a, a really fun night. Yeah, there's actually, it's an unintentional block party on your block every week with uh, this time of year, right? Well, the car's stuck pretty, in the road. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you should just start ha- you know, serving up food to the people as they wait in front of your house. I should. I should say, hey, guys, I know you're waiting to pick your pumpkins and your apples. I have a... I don't know. What can I serve them? Maybe some cider? <laughs> Not yeah. hard cider. I think that's, like, illegal. I think actually all of it's illegal to sell random things to strangers. But, uh, yeah, well, it could be cool and lucrative. I don't know. Yeah, you could have the most, Paloma could have the most uh, lucrative uh, lemonade, lemonade stand of stand all time. Ever, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Forbes, by, Forbes 500 list really quickly with that lemonade stand. <laughs> so, First Fridays on Love Lane, do you have, let me ask you, for someone who goes regularly, do you have a regular routine in terms of what you're eating, what you're drinking, or do you kind of mix it up? How do you go about it? You know, um, I absolutely have my regulars for eating. Um, for drinking, I sometimes mix it up, but uh, I never, ever, ever let a first Friday pass me by without getting some fondue from the village cheese shop. That is my number one go-to. Yeah, we did that the last time we went, Vera and I. and We, we actually sat inside and ate it, so I don't know if that was a, a bad move. Like, we should have been more uh, social with people. And yeah, that's not very really first Fridays of you, now is it? <laughs> but we did. We ended up inside for some reason when we had the fondue. All right, so you go to for fondue. What else? I do. So, um, also, I... 
can't think of the name of the exact oyster company, but there are really amazing oysters there. Um, and they serve, I think it's Harvest Moon. I could be making that up. That's probably beer. I, that, I'm not sure. Uh, I think it's something Harvest, I want to say. No, I, I think you're right. I think it is. Okay. Um, and they have this really awesome, like, blueberry sauce that they put on the oysters. And it's amazing. It's just a combination or a pairing that I would never think to do myself, but it's pretty unreal if you have it um, with them. Cool. All right. Now, is that where you stop? Just a little oysters and fondue, or do you keep going? No, I kind of, like, eat my way through, Lovely, and I feel like that's the, what you're supposed to do at First Buddy, like, just eat as much as you can. I'm like, oh, everything is $5. Like, let's eat everything. Um, then I'm broke and totally stuffed after all of my stops. But um, I do also like to go to Manitaco when they have their food truck there. Usually I'll, I'll get a taco or, or maybe two sometimes. Um, what else do I like? Lovely and Kitchen has or had uh, pretty awesome during the summertime months. They had little lobster roll sliders, which were really fun and delicious. Um, so those were pretty regular. And um, let's see, what else do I like? Lombardi's always has a few great options, but I think a lot of their stuff has meat in it. And as we all know, I'm a pescatarian, so the meat options don't fly with me. But um, I hear everyone really, really loves some of their small bites that they put out. Okay, great. You know, it's it's incredible how like Love Lane is it's like the perfect place to do this because even though it's so small and there's only a handful of places there, they're also different. Yeah, I totally agree. They like complement each other so well. Yeah, it's nice. And you know what it's also so awesome seeing the all the local business owners like working together and just everyone gets along so well on Love Lane and we're so lucky to, you know, be a part of this uh community over here and then deal with the uh Love Lane Lovely vendors, so Mm -hmm. it's been fun. Yeah. All right, now we're going to stretch out a little further and get beyond just Manitouk. Another event that I know that you rave about that I personally have not done yet, and it's the one that every year I say I'm going to do that again. Next next year I'm going to do it, and then I never do it, is the North Fork Foodie Tour. Uh, Yes, that is actually my favorite day of the year. Like, literally, I look forward to the day for the entire year, and I've been doing it for... Well, we got here three years ago, and we did it the first two years, and then Paloma was born on the foodie tour in 2017, which is pretty special if you ask me. <laughs> um, and so we obviously skipped it that year, but we did it just a few weeks ago, and it really is it's such an awesome event. Uh, the insider look at the farms and um, vineyards and breweries out here is just so amazing. You get to really speak with the farmers and connect with uh, the brewers. Um, and it's, it's awesome. It's such a, an amazing, eye-opening event. So um, North Fork Foodie Tour, what's your, wh- what spots have you visited? I know they kind of change and add on to it every year. Um, yeah. What are some of your go-to spots during that event? So my number one favorite spot on that event um, is actually Eat Hands Farm. Um, I was really hesitant to go the first year just because – I know I don't eat meat, and I know that they raise their own meat um, for processing um, and uh, butchering. And, you know, I just really thought I would have a hard time with it. Um, But I went because my husband was like, oh, this sounds like a great one. We should really go. And I was actually so incredibly impressed with um, the head farmer there. He has such a strong compassion for the animals that he raises. He has a huge connection with them. He talks about it. He talks about um, doing things specifically because he can tell the animals enjoy it. Like he literally like goes out in the mornings and he'll talk about this to everyone that takes the tour. 
Um, he'll go out with a sprinkler and like let the pigs play in the sprinkler because he sees how happy they are. And he's like, it becomes a part of his normal everyday routine just because he knows that these animals are actually happy. So he wants to give them the best life that they can, that he can while he has the time with them. Um, and actually really makes me feel good about what he does there. And I just really respect that farm, um, even so much more just from being on the tour, uh, over the past few years. Yeah, I know you rave about the food truck there as well. Did that, like, that experience of going there and seeing the behind the scenes, did that sort of bring you back more to Eight Hands Farm? It does, yeah. We, um, you know, I'm actually happy to say we're, we're at Eight Hands Farm all the time. The food truck there is amazing. Um, the farm inside, their produce is great also. Um, my family has definitely bought items from the butcher, like the little butcher rack over there, but... Um, yeah, we go there a lot, and we do also like to enjoy it additionally because of you know we know that it has to a feel good component to it. Um, so we'd like to frequent them. Okay, um, I know when I asked you recently, we were talking about the foodie tour. We were kind of setting up like, oh, where are we going to send our videographer this year? And uh, one of the other places that you had mentioned was Coppercress. Yes, yeah. um, it's a really cool, different experience. I didn't know what to expect the first time. They are the microgreen growers, um, and they distribute um, wholesale. Um, and it's really cool. You go in there, and it's really beautiful. It's really very different looking um, to see these tiny, itsy bitsy little micro plants. Uh, but the cool thing is, you get to taste a bunch of them, and it is amazing how like a one inch plant can pack such a huge punch. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a stop that I love to go to. I know this year. Um, they changed rules up, and if you had visited a farm with chickens, I believe, then you couldn't go there. So um, I didn't realize it, so we actually weren't able to go this year, but I had been in the past few years, and it really is an awesome, awesome experience. It's very different from the rest. Okay, great. And if you were to give me one more pick, you have time to go to three stops. What's the third stop? Hmm. Um, let's see. I really like North Fork Roasting Co. for a pick. I think it's a little bit different than the rest. Um, it's not obviously not a farm. It's their, their coffee roasters. And to hear um, Jess Morris talk about um, her travels and her connection to coffee um, and the process in which they roast and, and why they do the things they do over there, it's really cool. She's really knowledgeable, uh, really fun to talk to, and um, the coffee is so delicious. So it's another great spot on that foodie tour. All right, great. And I didn't prepare you for this, but just to throw a little curveball at you in Uh-oh. terms of uh, events, if you had a favorite event on the North Fork, let's exclude those two because we just talked about them. Let's get one more in here. What would it be? You know, I have actually never been to this one, so I don't know if that counts, but there is um, a special farm-to-table dinner at Sylvester Manor on Shelter Island um, that I've always really wanted to go to. It's just one night out of the year, um, and it's a really special dinner. Um, I know you have to buy tickets um, in advance, and it is, I believe, um, a multi-course dinner, um, and a lot of the items that are on their menu are, are actually um, harvested at their farm, um, Sylvester Manor Farm. So I'm dying to go to that. I think I'll have to add that to my list of events to do next year for sure. Yeah, that's another one that I've always said that I really want to get out there for, and that one I know sells out uh, pretty quickly. People uh, people who go love that uh, particular event. That's the farm-to-table dinner yeah. at Sylvester Manor. All right. Well, hey, Michalina, thank you so much for joining us once again. See, I didn't make fun of you as bad this time. 
No, you didn't. This is actually a pretty pleasant conversation. Um, so thank you again for having me. This is so much fun. Um, and yes, I love the George Fork events. They're all so awesome. So yeah, thanks for including me. All right, thanks so much. Okay, so that's it for this week's episode of North Fork Presents On. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on iTunes. It's North Fork Presents On. Each week we'll be uploading. You can also check us out on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash North Forker On. You can follow us there. Of course, northforker.com every Tuesday morning is where you'll find the newest episode. We have a lot of great topics coming up so far. Uh, thank you for all the wonderful feedback from everybody. And also, thank you very much to our sponsor the first two weeks, the Mattituck Chamber of Commerce. Don't forget to check out First Fridays this Friday night, last one of the year, October 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. on Love Lane. For Chrissy Massa and Nicolina DeFont, I'm Grant Parpan. Thanks again for listening to North Forker Presents on...